Nurse.com is proud to be a sponsor of the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. As the premier destination for nursing knowledge and resources, Nurse.com supports your passion for healthcare with an unrivaled collection of tools, articles, and courses tailored for the nursing community. Get your daily dose of things you need to know for your nursing journey. Discover the world of nursing like never before with Nurse.com. Empower your practice, advance your career, and enrich your knowledge. Nurse.com. It's your nurse life all in one place. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Ask Nurse Alice, the show where we talk about all things health, wellness, love, and lifestyle, and all the things you want to know about without any co-pays. Um, so, you guys, another episode, welcome for coming back. Thank you for coming back and welcome, welcome, welcome to my newcomers. Um, and by the way, if you are a newcomer, um, or even if you've been watching uh, pretty consistently, make sure, make sure you don't miss an episode by going to youtube.com forward slash Ask Nurse Alice. Make sure to hit that subscribe button, watch a few videos, like it, you know, and then as well, you can follow us on all of the podcast platforms, whichever is your favorite, we're there. Um, shout out to Inclusive Media, who's the machine behind this production. I appreciate them. Um, Theo, my audio engineer, got Alex on camera. Um, they are taking lovely care of me today and also wearing their masks and social distancing for me so I can talk freely without my mask. But we have hand sanitizer, soap and water, and all those things because, listen, I'm not going to just go on national television talking about COVID and precautions and not institute them myself. So I wanted you to know that because. Um, somebody was going to try to come for me, but don't come for me unless I call for you. So I just wanted to share. Um, and uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, well, you know what, guys? Uh, I, today's topic is something that was very important to not just myself, but to other people. Um, I'm seeing this a lot uh, going on these days. You know, as we've talked about COVID and prevention and, you know, we're talking about wearing masks and hand washing and all of those things. And although they are protecting us from COVID-19, could we also probably be causing some other problems with our skin, on our face and our hands, guys? You know, uh, it's an unfortunate thing, right? We're trying to protect ourselves from infection, but we might be causing some other issues. But never fear, you know I always bring it. I have my super friends, my celebrity guests that I always bring to the show to make sure that we got the latest and the greatest information for you so you can live life well. And um, today, I got one of my super friends, Dr. Candace. Now listen here. Guys, lean in, lean in, lean in. I need you to listen. If you wanna make sure that your skin is looking fabulous, this is the interview for you, okay? So I'm just telling you, I just had to give you fair warning, get out your notepad, take out your notes. You know, you might have to throw away your whole skin regimen, but don't worry, we're gonna give you one that's gonna be helpful for you today. Um, I am bringing on Dr. Candrice R. Heap. She's a highly respected triple board certified dermatologist. She is also board certified in pediatrics and pediatric dermatology. Guys, she has been all over the place. She's a well-respected um, media health expert. She's a national speaker. She's actually also the founder and owner of her own skincare line called um, Sisters Beauty, which can be found at mysistersbeauty.com. So listen. Listen, not only are you going to look beautiful, you're going to have some healthy, bomb skin, okay? Look, the fellas in the room were like, yes, I need some, 
to need some healthy skin here. Okay. Um, listen, they're trying to give me a signal, like, there's Alex, your hair. Thank you, guys. I'm trying to get it together. I'm trying to look my best for Dr. Kenders and for you guys out there. Um, but welcome, welcome to the show, Dr. Kenders. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me, Nurse Alice. I'm doing wonderful. Wonderful. Look at that skin glow, too. I'm already jealous. I'm jelly, oh, jelly. thank help. you. Listen, <laughs> I'm a, you know, um, just my natural, normal, everyday glow. Thank you, thank you, and you do as well. So, Dr. Dr. Kenders, let's just jump into this, okay? Um, I'm a frontline healthcare worker. I have to wear these masks, these N95 masks, and even when I'm at home, being a regular mom, um, going to the store, doing things, you know, only essential visits, only essential things, guys. I'm not hanging out, I'm not going to the club or anything like that but I'm having to still wear a mask. And what I'm noticing, and not just myself, but other people, we're noticing that we're starting to have acne in like the same area of our mask. What is happening, Dr. Kendra? I mean, I wash my face every day, but what, why, why the acne? Why is it being so, why are these masks being so disrespectful to my face? <laughs> Well, I definitely can say that the term mask me, I didn't make it up, but it is a real thing because there are many factors. One of them is just the pressure of having the mask on your face in the first place can cause something called acne mechanica. So just the pressure of the mask alone can cause you to develop acne. And let's not even talk about the increased sebum production from the skin, from wearing masks, all of those things can contribute to all of the breakouts that I'm seeing. Wow, there's actually a name for that, guys. Yes. Um, what did you call mask? Mask me. Mask me. Mask like back me or acne. Now, mask me is a thing. Oh my God, is there an ICD nine call for that? Is there, or I was ICD ten? Is there an ICD ten yeah. call for that? Unfortunately not. I am seeing a, okay. seeing some of that in, in the office and via telemedicine. So <laughs> I'm just quoting it like regular acne for now. Okay. That's interesting. But you know what? I'm glad that I'm not alone and I'm glad that professionals like yourself, guys, triple board certified. Okay, not once, not twice. Triple board certified. That's like triple threat in the entertainment industry. Um, is telling us that this is called maskness, mask me. So don't feel like you're going crazy. Um, but let me just say this. So, so Dr. Hannes, but I'm washing my face. I know, so you said the pressure. <sighs> That's a little challenging because I need my N95 mask to fit snugly. And even with my regular mask, I, I don't want coronavirus to get in there. So right. cons considering what causes all of these acne in that particular area, what are the things that I can do to offset that or prevent that from happening? Is well, of course, for the frontline workers like yourself, we definitely want you to be protected. So we can't get around the fact that you're going to have to wear an N95 or K95 when you are working. But what I can control is what happens when you take the mask off. You already alluded to this, but gentle cleansing of the skin is going to be very important. So people who normally just sort of get up out of the bed, hop in the car and go to work, I really need them to actually start the cleansing process in the morning and when the mask comes off, they also need to cleanse the skin again. And also think about, you know, if your skin is irritated, there may be some things that need to happen like moisturizers, 
uh, for the skin that can help to soothe the irritation when you don't have the mask on. Okay. Now you talked about cleansing. So, and I'm just asking for some people, you know, I have a friend. Uh, sometimes I just use like just regular Dove soap and water. Is that good enough or is there, are there particular cleansers or uh, characteristics of their cleansers and moisturizers that will do better for people who are having these issues? I think it's great to start with a gentle cleansing regimen. Sometimes for the for people who are definitely having a lot of breakouts and then going on to develop dark spots or hyperpigmentation of the skin, then I may have them actually add in a cleanser that may have other added benefits, like you know whether it is mandelic acid um, or glycolic acid so that you can actually help with the oil production of the skin and then start to treat some of the effects of the N95s that they don't like, like the changes in the pigmentation of their skin. Okay, thank you for that. Uh, I'm gonna double check my products and see what I got going on. Um, could, could my makeup be contributing to this? And, and let me say this, and I don't care if you guys judge me, I still put on makeup, even though I know that I'm gonna wear a mask. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But you know what, it's, I, oop, she gave me the ringy jaw, but what I'm saying, but Dr. Canvas, and you know what? Because so much has changed, we can't do our normal activities, so I'm trying to do things that make me feel good, and I like a little pop, a little, you know. Um, so are you saying that because I'm also having this issue that I should lay low on the makeup? Tell me about that, what am I doing? Wrong. My, my first preference would be if you are wearing a mask, just to wear no makeup at all, it is time for us to just embrace our natural beauty and we really want to limit the things that we are applying to the skin. But if wearing makeup is part of your self-care routine, we don't want to stop that. But let's make smarter decisions. Do you just want to focus on eye makeup and leave the uh, face foundation and things like that for days when you really want to get on Zoom or other platforms and you know have fun with your friends? But also if you do, if you must wear makeup, think about doing an oil-free makeup. Think about doing a mineralized makeup. So make smart decisions so that you're limiting the impact on your skin. Oh, that makes, that, yes, that makes a good, you make a good point. And I'll say this, that actually, you know, if I focus on my eye makeup, cause I'm wearing a mask anyway, so you can't really see this. So I might as well save my expensive MAC foundation and all the other stuff going on. I just like, can't talk to you, hold on, I gotta go to the car. Then, you know, then I can fix it all up and come back. What'd you say? <laughs> it's gone. Um, okay, so, and, and let me ask this. So when it comes to our masks, um, how long, because that could be contributing the pressure and the, the oil that's being contained all within there. And I think the problem when I'm talking, I don't know, the moisture in there, at least it, what's what it feels like. Um, how often should I be changing my mask I mean, could that be contributing? Could I be doing everything right but wearing the same mask? Would that, could that be a problem? Right, and I think it's time to really talk about the different types of masks. So we do want to remind people that the N95s and KN95s, we definitely want to preserve and reserve those for healthcare workers. And really, we want to have everyone, whether you're a healthcare worker or if you're wearing a, let's say a 100% cotton mask at home that you made or someone else made um, with care for you, we really do want to wash them. So if it's a cloth mask, you do want to wash them frequently. 
if it is a surgical mask or an N95, really the preference is to have a new fresh one every day. However, you and I know, you know, frontline workers, we know that supply is down. So sometimes mm -hmm. you, you are forced to reuse your protective equipment. But for those at home with washable masks, please wash them. Think about your mask like your underwear. You need to wash it frequently. And sometimes when I say that example, people remember and they do take heed to my advice. Absolutely. So change your mask like you change your underwear. And it should be every day. Okay? Well, listen. Oh, Theo's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Okay, listen, ladies, get your man in order. And men, make sure that, lot, you know, that you're, you're, you're doing, not to pick on the fellas, but I'm just saying. Make sure you change, you know. And that makes sense, right? Because all that moisture and all the stuff that's in there that can contribute to break out will be on our mask, so we should change that. Absolutely, we should change our mask like we change our underwear. And you know. Your skin is making more oil. Where's that oil going? It's going into the mask. Yes, true facts, facts guys, facts. Now, and let me say this, because wearing a mask, so I'm wearing it to protect myself from COVID-19. So many people are stressed, concerned, and worried. Um, me as a healthcare professional taking care of people, worrying about the person that's in my patient bed as well as their family members that are worried about them and then i'm worried about if i'm going to bring it home to my children my family stress 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 now i know there's a relation between acne and stress because it seems it feels like the more stress i am the more acne i have so um can you can you tell us what the relationship is and how can we better manage that because it seems like it's really hard to manage our stress right now dr candris Absolutely. The entire nation is stressed. I would say the entire world is stressed about COVID-19. And that means that, yes, it can have an impact on your, your skin, your face. Um, acne is one of those inflammatory conditions that can certainly flare just from stress alone. And also, in addition to that, I'm seeing patients with atopic dermatitis or eczema having flares. Mm. And we know that even with some people, sudden stressors in their life can even uh, cause hair loss as well. So there are definitely levels to this. But you're right. Stress can definitely affect, affect your skin. So if you already had acne pre-COVID, yes, you're going to have some stress breakouts. Right, right. And you mentioned um, that stress can actually impact our hair. So that means, ladies, your edges, fellas, your beards. <laughs> you know, I have to say it, Dr. Kanders. We were talking, we were talking about, and that's on, you know, that's part of your skin. It's an extension of, you know, those things. And I think that's important to know. Um, yes, I, yes, Alice, I went there. Um, we were talking about, because you were mentioning the, the beards and the connecting skin. Can you lose hair in your beard if you're stressed? You can. So, you know, this is a condition that I think is very, very under-recognized. But there's something called alopecia areata. It's an autoimmune-induced type of hair loss. And it can, one of stress can be a trigger for flares. And men can, can have this. They can all of a sudden start to lose hair in patches. It may regrow on its own. Um, so they may not seek medical attention and then it recurs. And so they just sort of think it's normal that it's just kind of how they were made up. But really, actually, it could be, 
you know, a real underlying dermatologic condition. You guys, this is really important information. And I was, I was just giggling, but I was giggling in response to these fellas over here because they were like, Nurse Alice, did you really just ask about the beards? You know what, fellas? We ladies do a lot to look good and got, people always got stuff to say about our edges. So I'm coming for your beards. Yes, I am. Um, and besides all of it, and we have the expert. I'm trying to help you. No co-pays. Where else are you going to get this information? Listen, but after this, you're going to have to pay Dr. Candace. That's all I'm going to say. This is the one time that she's going to help us with things. Um, now, Dr. Candace, some, are there, I know there's lots of home remedies. People are putting all kinds of stuff on their skin. Um, are there some things that you can possibly recommend to us that are okay home remedies? Um, and maybe even share some remedies that have been actually harmful and then let us know what is the tipping point of when we need to see someone like you because we don't know what we're doing. Right. And I, I think it really depends on what, what you are actually using. But I've seen some very interesting things. I think people have a lot of time on their hands, and so they're kind of getting <laughs> they're getting creative. Um, you know, they're seeing dark spots on the skin, and they're thinking, "Oh, well, you know, I'm going to rub some lemon juice on this area." And what happens is they end up irritating the skin, and then that inflammation and ir that irritation leads to inflammation. The inflammation can also lead to dark spots, so they are in a bad place after that. So I would say really keep your home remedies to doing something that is not going to be harmful. What about olive oil? I mean, we're all doing a lot of hand washing because of COVID. You can even apply some massage, some olive oil into your, into your hands. And if you have some great honey at home and you have some abrasions or scratches on the skin or some irritation, you can even put a little bit of honey on it. That, that's been definitely shown to be anti-inflammatory. So those are some, some doctor-approved uh, home remedies that, that you can do. But all of this acid and, and rubbing and scrubbing, I'm just not a fan of that. And you end up landing in my office anyway. But I would love to see you without pigmentation and not under stress because of something that you've induced on your own, experimenting. At, while you're home alone. Absolutely, because I've heard some things. Um, but let me ask some questions. You mentioned avocado oil. How about coconut oil? I'm seeing a lot of people use coconut oil. So, and is there a particular type of coconut oil? Because I'm like, you gonna use it in the kitchen and turn around and take it to the bathroom for the shower? I'm a little confused. Or is that a good thing and we can double dip? So with coconut oil, I mean, I, I like to hear about everything that the patients are doing. And sometimes we kind of attach to something new and all we hear about is coconut oil is the cure to everything. Well, mm -hmm. I don't really like to discount things, but yes, it can help to moisturize the skin and you can apply it to your hair and your scalp. You really want to make sure that you are purchasing it from a place that specializes in natural ingredients. Because sometimes if you buy products, there may be other things mixed in there that you're, you don't really sign up for. You're not voluntarily signing up to expose your skin to. So really those natural ingredient stores are best uh, to, to grab a product like that. But for people who have a lot of medical issues with their skin, sometimes just applying coconut oil may not be enough. So it should not ever replace something that your doctor has told you to do but it may be a nice addition if you wanted to try something natural. Okay, very good. And then Dr. Panders, again, 
Um, thank you so much for all of those tips. Now, and I, I asked you earlier about masks, something that we're asking the public to do a lot, and they should have been doing this anyways, but, um, and something we as healthcare professionals are doing, um, obviously is washing our hands very frequently. I mean, if we don't have access to uh, warm soapy water, we're using hand sanitizer. Can you tell us a little bit about, um, we got the hand washing with soap and water down, but let's hand sanitizer business. Because now I'm seeing um, uh, non-alcoholic hand sanitizer, homemade hand sanitizer. I mean, like so many different things people are concocting. And we want to hear from you, the expert. What should we be looking for in a hand sanitizer to make sure that it's legit, it's going to do its job, but is yet not going to be harmful? Because I imagine with all the concoctions out there, people are probably putting stuff in there they shouldn't be having, have no business putting in, like she said, not unless your doctor has told you. So uh, give us some tips for hand sanitizer. What should we be looking for and what should we not touch? So for hand sanitizer, you know that there has been a nationwide shortage on hand sanitizer. So it really forced people to get creative. Um, I like when people take aloe vera, and they add some um, rubbing alcohol to that. And that can definitely make for a nice homemade mixture. But I, I try to tell people to let your nose tell you whether you've gone too far. So if you use your hand sanitizer that you've made at home with, you know, with alcohol and, and uh, aloe vera, for an example, and as soon as you put it on, your eyes start to water, you start to cough and sneeze, you've used way too much. You have used way too much, so be careful. And, and the types of hand sanitizers that are out now, they're using different ingredients they normally would. It could say alcohol, but it may be a very pungent alcohol or one that is flammable. So please take care to not expose it to a place where it can, it can catch fire because it may be a different type of alcohol than it's normally contained in hand sanitizers. So yes, we need the alcohol component to kill the viruses and germs that live on our skin, but if it's too high and it's causing irritation, just think what is it doing to your hands? It's really ripping away a lot of moisture. So you want to be very careful. Oh, wow, y'all hear that? Keep that hand sanitizer away from the stove, from the fireplace, or those things like that. Um, ooh, I didn't even know. I didn't even think of that, but it makes sense when you say it. Um, and I like that suggestion of rubbing alcohol in aloe vera. Is there like a, a percentage, like one third of this, two thirds of that? Um, oh, yeah. I don't have a specific formula. Uh, but people can definitely go to the CDC website, always point people there, and they will tell you about the various percentages that are recommended. Okay, very good. So guys, you know, washing your hands with warm soapy water for at least 20 seconds, and until, you know, you see all the visual dirt off um, is very important. And like we were just talking about hand sanitizers, very good, important to use, but it shouldn't completely replace hand washing, just so you know. It's really meant to kind of just fill in the fill in the gaps, but you really want to get to some uh, soapy water, so don't be nasty and think that, oh, I'm, my, my hands are clean and all you did was hand sanitize all day, because I'll say this, um, when I, I know that I've used too much hand sanitizer because my hands start to have this film on them, kind of feel sticky and yeah. stuff, so, ooh, nasty, and I get my butt to the sink and wash that off, but again, that's for emergency, uh, purposes or fill in the blanks.
type of things when I can't get to uh, a sink. I don't want y'all thinking that nurse Alice is nasty. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just telling you that sometimes I've had to ch repeatedly change my gloves for something and I could just feel that. So if you didn't know, that might be a sign that, hey, I need to get to a sink. So uh, Dr. Candris, is there anything else like with COVID-19 that you're, that we're, you've been seeing in people with their skin, their hair, any kind of care that you could kind of, uh, that we haven't talked about or mentioned? Yeah, sure. I've been seeing people come in with hand dermatitis or irritation on the hands and they say, oh my goodness, I've never had a hand rash before and now I do. And I start asking them questions like, you know, do you have anyone in your family who's had eczema? Did you have eczema as a kid? Which is an inflammatory skin condition that can cause itching and rash on the body. And then I say, have you ever had issues with seasonal allergies or asthma? So, and they said, oh, yes to some questions, no to others. And basically what I'm seeing is that there's a lot of people, there are a lot of people who may have had very mild cases of eczema. So in the past, but because they did not wash their hands as frequently or the little moisturizing they were doing kept it at bay. But now that they are hand washing way more than normal, they have overwritten the, the, the moisturizers that they were doing. And now I'm seeing their genetics come forward. So they were at risk for eczema all along based on their genetics of having seasonal allergies, asthma um, in, in the past. But now because they are washing their skin, their hands a lot, I am seeing them present with hand dermatitis. So it's pretty interesting when we kind of go back in the history and they say, wow, I was at risk for this and I, I never knew. But the hand washing of COVID is definitely bringing those people to my practice. Wow, that's interesting. So people, because you know, a lot of times people blame it on the soap. Oh, must be the soap, must be this, or you know, perfume, or they blame the lotion. Um, so guys, you, you heard it from Dr. Panders, if you're having these issues, you actually may have had, you know, eczema, you know, so minor, that never was an issue till now. Um, so I'll say this, I'm sorry that you're having, I'm glad you're washing your hands though, I'm gonna say that, but definitely something you wanna see a specialist like Dr. Candris, so you know she can diagnose you and we could you know get some a proper treatment plan for you because your skin is very important when it comes to infection control um, because if you have a break in your skin, that's a potential entry point for any type of bacteria, virus, and infection to get in. So very, very important, I think some people um, outside of the beauty piece of it, um, you know, we don't take as good care of our skin as we should, as long as we look cute, we like, oh, I'm good, I'm cute. Um, but your skin actually plays a very important role in your health, in your wellness. So guys, know that, know that. If you're having any of these skin issues, um, which I'm pretty sure, I'm, not that this was a statistic anywhere in research, but I'm gonna make this up, this is a Nurse Al statistic. I'm pretty sure about 80% of us have had some sort of form of, some issue with what, either our hands or our face with all the hand washing and the masks. And you know, how can we predict this? Like we didn't know we were gonna have a world pandemic and be in the situation that we're in. But thanks to uh, experts like Dr. Candris, we've identified the problem. She's told us about mask me and other things like that. We've talked about alopecia, men's beards, probably from stress. Yes, I said it, fellas, I did, and I'm loving saying it. I, I, I learned something new, guys. I learned something new too, because we got the experts on the show. 
Um, but we've also, what's most important though, guys, is we've talked about solutions, some remedies and some solutions. And she's, Dr. Panders has told us when you need to see um, your expert, okay? So don't try to keep trying to fix stuff because um, you could be doing more harm than good. So Dr. Panders, thank you so much for coming on our show. Just real quickly, can you tell us and our viewers um, where can they find you and a little bit more about your product line because I, I mentioned it in the intro, but you didn't slide it in there anywhere and I want to know. I, I got to know because if your skin is going like this and you're the expert, I need some of your products. So tell us about it, please. Oh, absolutely. Well, you can always find me on social media at Dr. Kendra Heath. That's at D-R-C-A-N-D-R-I-C-E Heath, H-E-A-T-H. So I'm always on social media, whether it's Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, um, or on Instagram. And I am so excited about my skincare line, My Sister's Beauty. I definitely had women of color in mind when I designed this line. And one of the, the cleansers, our kind of our powerhouse cleanser right now is the uh, My Sister's Beauty Brightening Wash. And it does contain mandelic acid, which I mentioned earlier. It can help with oiliness of the skin. It can help with uh, breakouts. It can help with blemishes on the skin. So it's definitely been in use and I've been filling orders every night and I'm grateful for that. Oh, wonderful. So um, definitely something that could probably help us with our mask knee too, right? Is that something? And if you've had some, there you go. Boom. Listen, we identified a problem. We have the solution. Dr. Candris, there you go. Get that mask knee right. Get it fixed yes, up. W, you can go right to the website, www.mysistersbeauty.com. I'd love to see you there. Wonderful. I love it. Guys, this has been a great episode. And of course, we're always bringing you the information that you need. Um, of course, we're talking about health, wellness, love, lifestyle, and again, all the things that you need to know, and with no co-pays, okay? But I said, after today's show, though, listen, you might have a, you might have a co-pay with Dr. Kanders. I can't help you with that, but at least we've brought you some great information um, and some actionable items, things that you can apply into your life right now so you can take care of yourself. Uh, so, listen, if you have to watch the replay, go watch the replay. Look, I took notes. I don't know if y'all saw me right, but I was taking notes. I was like, okay rubbing alcohol, um, aloe vera, got it, boom. C cleansing, moisturizer, boom. Like mask, no makeup, boom. Because this is what this is about. This is why we, uh, we as healthcare professionals and myself, we take the time to do these shows because we want to help educate you and keep you healthy and well. And as a first line healthcare um, provider and advanced practitioners, I don't want to see you in my ear and ICU. Um, I just don't. Okay, I just don't because, not that I don't love you, I do, but I would just rather meet you elsewhere, um, and especially after COVID is finished and when it's safe. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe uh, so you don't miss any notifications for our new shows on youtube.com forward slash Ask Nurse Alice. Make sure to watch on all YouTube, excuse me, YouTube podcast uh, stations, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple, we are there, um, and make sure to tune in Follow us on social media at Ask Nurse Alice. DM your questions. Um, ask away. Don't send any unsolicited pictures. I think I've said that several times, almost every episode, because somebody always does it. But um, we'd love to hear from you. We want to talk about what you want to talk about. And until next time, guys, make sure to change your mask like you change your underwear. Uh, make good choices. And um, be kind to one another. Until next time, live well, my friends. Bye, guys.
This has been an Inclusive Media Podcast Studios production.